Today on Oski Talk, we talk about Io DeSumo and Kofi Coburn's decisions to return to Illinois for another season of basketball and where those two can take this team. Let's go. It's been tough. This whole process has been, been tough. You know, since a kid, I've been working. My dream is to play in the NBA. Hey, let's get this work. First round draft pick. Rookie of the year. My dream is to play in the NBA, but first I need that national championship. Year three. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special edition of Oski Talk. My name is Anthony Pasquale with Patrick Hadazone and Mariah Guzman. We've got fantastic news to share with all of you. We'll start off with just the words both Io DeSumo and Kofi Coburn said, I need that national championship first from Io DeSumo and I'm back from Kofi Coburn. What are you guys feeling right now? Amazing. Year three. Uh, I'm ready for it. Um, unfinished. There's, there's clearly unfinished business. Both Kofi and Io didn't leave University of Illinois the way I think they wanted to. I'm not sure how much, like, if there is a pandemic, um, if there isn't a pandemic, uh, if they come back. But, you know, there was a pandemic. They didn't get to play in the tournament, and they want that shot. So they're back. Good vibes all around is all I can say. And um, like you said, Patrick, too, also, who knows if this happens because of the pandemic. We could probably get into that later. But I think champagne is popping right now. I think everybody is happy. They're excited. And it's just another reason to look forward to sports coming back full force. So everybody, please wear your masks. Wash your hands. Socially distance. We need (laughs) to see this basketball team play. Oh, without a doubt, I'm 100% with you there. I think the inclination all offseason long was that Kofi Coburn was just going to test the waters and come back anyway. He did not receive an invite to the Combine. Io did, and the Combine, I believe, is on Monday, and he could have gone, and he probably could have got some looks, maybe gotten drafted. It seemed like he was looking that way his entire time. So I want to ask you guys, do you think he planned on coming back all along? Do you think it was something that kind of clicked recently? I have a hunch that it was watching some of the Illini guys play in the TBT tournament that really got him thinking about playing in a tournament, wanting to be in a tournament. And then I think it was Dockich, I don't remember who, but somebody said if Io and Kofi return, Illinois is a top five team. And I think that might have been light bulb for Io. Let's go in a natty. 
Yeah, I think you had a really good point. Uh, it's really, for me, I think that a part of him just looked at not being able to go forward in any tournament. And I think he might really want that feeling. I think he, if he decided to move forward with the NBA, I think he would have regretted not trying to push forward with the Illini in a tournament. And so I think that this is going to be really important for him. And in the video, he kept saying, you know, like national championship. So I think that that was something that was in the back of his head. And you're right with the TBT team, maybe it popped into his head. I also think that part of it was, is it even the best time to join the NBA? That's a big thing too. You know, like why? I don't know. I mean, you see that with kids who aren't athletes who are deciding to do an extra year of school like me because we're scared to go into the job market right now. So can you imagine being the athlete that Io is and deciding if he wants to step into the professional world when it looks crazy right now or if he wants to just go somewhere where he's already leveled at, he knows what he's going to have, I mean, to a certain extent, and everybody's going to be excited to have him back. Nobody's going to be mad about it, and if they are, they're crazy. <laughs> right, and and I don't know exactly how much attention Io pays to the MLB, but seeing the way that draft went, how much shorter it got cut down, how much less money all these prospects are making, I think it makes a ton of sense for him financially to come back and boost the stock for one more year and then go into a market when they can pay him a little bit more than they probably could this year too. Yeah, I think there there are guys, I mean, the one guy that specifically comes to my mind, another Illinois kid, Jalen Brunson, who stayed um, a couple more years than I think what people thought he would, you know, ended up winning a national championship at Villanova. So I think Io fits more into that that category where he's good enough, could have went to the league, decides to stay back another year and try and win a national championship. Um, but I I don't necessarily think I think he's he's probably been mulling this over all 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 summer. Um, probably since we left and and since basketball got canceled. Um, I think he made the right move. I think when you're in his IO's position, you don't really say whether you're you're you know. You you say where what you think think you want at the moment, and if it changes, it changes. So he wanted the NBA. That was the obvious choice. He said NBA. He went with it, stuck with it, and then you know his mind changed. He was ready to come back for another year. So you know it doesn't take that much to undo that and say I'm I'm going to come back. I'm I'm withdrawing from the draft. So. Um, I think he handled that completely correct, but there are I think other guys have set the tone for what Io can do this year, and and um, it it makes sense. I don't think he's going to lose out on a whole lot of money. Um, he's in our chance again to improve himself. Um, we saw improvements in year two. We'll see what he can do in year three. Yeah, and I also think, at least for me, there's a possibility that in talking to some scouts and coaches, that maybe. The, the word on Io is he could use a, another year back. I mean, we both think, or we all three probably think he could have gone to the NBA, he could go to the NBA. But I know me and you, Pat, have talked about, specifically after we talked to him, about him being ready for the NBA. So there's a possibility, you know, maybe some scouts or some coaches from the NBA that have taken looks at him, maybe Zoom calls with him, said, take another year. That's a possible thing, too, that not a lot of us are hearing about. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the Jalen Brunson comparison specifically because Brunson played till his junior year at Villanova. Um, he went second round, 33rd pick in the NBA draft, which is where we thought I might have landed this year, maybe a little bit far back. But now he has another year, like we said, to expand that and hopefully um, find himself a little bit earlier in the draft than, than what Brunson would have done. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think I, I think it is the right move, and it ultimately will definitely play into the Illini's favor in terms of success. But Kofi is a little bit of a different story. Like we said, it seemed more likely that he was going to come back anyway. But once Io decided he was coming back, it was full speed ahead for the Kofi train to come back to Champaign. Yeah, I feel like I knew he was coming back. Well, I didn't know it, right? But I had a feeling because, I mean, obviously after Io, but even before that, I just didn't think it was a good idea for him to even make that step towards the NBA. I really thought right away that Kofi shouldn't have done that. So I'm really happy to see that he's coming back. And obviously it only helps Illinois even more. And I think for Kofi especially, like we talk about Io establishing himself more and improving his draft stack, but we already know, scouts already know, I mean, they already know what Io is. I think Kofi needed a lot more room for growth and establishment, and I think now he's going to get it. Um, Hopefully there's an actual season for him to show that. But I think just an extra year is not going to be bad for him at all. I think he's the one that needed it more than anything. Yeah, I think Pat brought it up um, when we talked a couple of episodes ago, how the NBA has really gone away from the the Shaq mold type players. You know, you need your centers to be able to shoot and you need your centers to be more than just guys who plant at the post and, and grab rebounds. And obviously that's going to work in the Big Ten and in the college game. But if, if Kofi can develop a little bit of a shot, like he was pretty good at the free throw line, I think 67%, um, but he only shot one three the entire year and he didn't shoot much from beyond the elbows. If you can add that layer to his game, not only is it going to make Illinois that much better, but it's also going to make his stock as a prospect shoot through the roof because anybody would want that size on their team. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Absolutely. And and I'd like to say this too. I think for centers in in terms of getting drafted, you can wait a little bit longer. You could be a little bit older. I know the NBA wants a 19-year-old at point guards. Um, in the league pretty much right away. But I think centers, you look at Aiden, he was 20 when he got drafted number one overall by Phoenix. Um, those are guys that just need a little bit more time to develop, to grow into their bodies even more. I mean, Kofi's already yeah. already ginormous, um, but could could lo- use a little bit more time fitting into his body, becoming a better center, um, and learning a little bit more skill um, is, is more or less what I'm saying. Um, and with an an additional year with a top point guard, with a top shooting guard, um, he's going to be able to grow. So I think a good decision for Kofi. He could have went either way, in my opinion. He could have went to the league, um, probably been a late draft pick and and just had to develop in the G League for a little bit and then maybe see some time, a couple minutes in the uh, NBA. But uh, now he has a little bit more time to develop in college and maybe get into the NBA right away. Just bouncing off of what you said, Patrick, it's important for him to know who he is as a basketball player before making that next step into a professional league. 
So having the next year is exactly what you said. It's going to allow him to just identify who he is in his game. And I think that that's the most important thing to have because, I mean, a lot of guys, you know, you go into the NBA and you can't expect to just be a hot shot right away. And I think for Kofi, at least knowing that he took the time and he's going to work on this or that, I think it's going to really, it's going to do him a lot of good. I mean, I don't really see how another year could be negative for either of these guys. Yeah, I agree with you there. The one thing I was going to add about Kofi before I make my next point is that I also think it's important to remember that he is one year older than his age would typically show year wise. Mm -hmm. So he's a 20 year old freshman. So he'll be a 21 year old sophomore next year. So he's got one year. He's Io's age, but a class lower is what I'm saying. Kofi's older than Mm -hmm. Io. Yeah, he's older than Io. And uh, the other thing I was going to add kind of on the point of you know, finding your identity as a basketball player. What made Io so good from the freshman to sophomore year is, you know, kind of what me and Pat talked about last week. The His issues were shooting, defense, and going left for the most part. And what Io was able to do this year is not necessarily turn his weaknesses into strengths, but not let anybody exploit them. He'd go left, and then he'd get you with the crossover and nail a pull-up jumper in your face. He took yes. charges, he got rebounds, he completed he almost completed his identity as a player, which is I think what a, a second season could really help Kofi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think too with Io when it the, the one part of development that I really want to see in this upcoming year would be three point shooting improving back to above 300. If he could get back to 352 and still be scoring 16 points per game or improve that to 18 points per game. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to be very, 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 very draftable, um, potential late first rounder at that point. So, um, we see that improvement. If he could, I don't know, try and be a little bit more like Andres Feliz too, a little bit more of a bulldog down low, um, while improving on that three point shooting, I, I don't really see him not getting drafted in the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think both of these guys probably after this year are going to go and get picked, um, but we do get to hang on, on to him for one more year at least, which is something I'm very excited about. Absolutely. How good of a birthday present was it, Mariah? Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I <laughs> tweeted it today, but it was like, IO News yesterday, we knew the Kofi News was coming today. Hockey is back, baby. Cubs are doing well. I mean, Checking all you know, the boxes. It, 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 we're checking all of the boxes, and I just, I probably couldn't have asked for a better way to step into 22. So very grateful um, for that. I do have a question for y'all, though. What do we think Brad Underwood did to help this team get where it's at, the point of Io and Kofi returning? How do we think that, like, do we think that he was a huge role in them coming back i okay so i'll answer this one first i think it's kind of similar to the whole um joe madden managing javier bias thing the the let javi be javi i think what brad did was tell him you've got all of our support no matter what you do and i think that shows the players that 
I mean, it shows the players the, the kind of team they're coming from, but it, it also creates a really warm atmosphere to come back to as well. Um, and I, I think it was just them not really knowing what's ahead of them in the landscape of the NBA right now and seeing the potential for a fantastic season if they came back. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that Underwood changed the offense in year two for Io. He, he changed it. He made it Io's team right. instead of Trent's team. Well, that yeah. I mean that too, but I, the off, well, the way his offense worked was, you know, that playing quick style, and, and he just said, ba- I, in year two, he said, just play basketball, right? Just take a step back. We don't have to be so um, tactical in, in the way that we play offense. It should be smoother. It should be run quicker, or not quicker, but um, smoother, making more passes, um, getting the ball down low to Kofi. I mean, we didn't really have that as much in year one. I mean, Georgie was good, but... Um, not to the level that Kofi brought right away. Um, and, and on top of that, he, he built a lineup where you want to return. I mean, you have Adam Miller now. You have Andre Corbello coming from um, um, coming off the bench. That's going to be really nice for Io. So he's, he's not playing ridiculous minutes like sometimes you know we saw towards the end of the year. I mean, um, coming back, he had to finish off that game in Penn State coming off an injury against Michigan State, right? He might not have to do that this year. I'm not saying that he's not going to score less or have less minutes per se, but um, the stress level on Iowa is going to be a little bit less this year. You have to believe that because the lineup mm-hmm. is is much better, the best that he's had in the three years now that he's that he's going to be at Illinois. So I I mean, don't don't count the recruiting job that that Underwood or don't discredit the recruiting job that Underwood has done. Um, these past couple of years and this past year specifically to make Illinois um, a team you want to come come to because the players there are good. You want to play with good players. You want to win championships. Underwood now has put together a lineup or, or a team that can win a championship. So why not come back? Yeah, right. I I think that's a great point. And you mentioned all the, the weapons Illinois has. Uh, I believe it was CBS Sports that released their top 25 preseason rankings and they, the Illini were not on the list, but with the news that Io is coming back, they jump all the way to seven. And I assume with the news that Kofi is coming back in the next edition, they'll be at five or six. So a ton of talent on this team. So my question to you guys, what does Brad do for a starting lineup? I think you start four guards. I think it goes Io Trent. It's like the Feliz lineup. Yeah, it's Io Trent, Miller, DeMonte, Kofi. I think... You don't have you have Georgie coming off the bench this year because when you look, I, I feel like towards the end of the year, specifically when we started playing that that more of that lineup playing Demonte at the four, um, you have Georgie coming off the bench and giving Kofi a little bit of a rest, and you're comfortable with Demonte playing the four because he can rebound, he can do a lot of things that a four can do. Yeah. It's less pressure on Georgie, too, because when he had a lot of pressure, he struggled offensively. Right, and then on top of it, Kofi's getting more rest, which that was, that's been a problem. Hopefully that's not a problem this year now that we have Granison, Hutcherson um, coming in, um, Georgie coming off the bench. You know, Kofi gets a little bit more rest and, as well. And Hawkins, too. Yeah. Coleman Hawkins can slide down there as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he's, he's a long guy. So, you know, those are guys that you could come in and give Kofi um, a couple of minutes on the bench to – to feel good about himself. Um, I've seen a couple other lineups where it's it's Io, Trent, DeMonte, Georgie, Kofi. I don't think – I think 
Miller is going to come in and, and rock the world right away. Um, yeah. So I don't really see him not being in the starting lineup. The, the other guy who I, I could potentially see not being in the starting lineup is Trent. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say. Um, so I think game one, I think Underwood's going to do a little honor the guys that have been there and go Io, Trent, DeMonte, Georgie, Kofi. I think that'll be your game one lineup. And then as early as game two, Adam Miller's going to be in that starting lineup, probably for Georgie, and they'll run four guards. But by the end of the year, I would not be surprised if, if Miller takes Fred, Trent Frazier as the one and you go Miller, Io, and then either Trent at the three the way Feliz played it or you go DeMonte, Georgie, Kofi. That's a really big lineup with two very talented guards. Yeah, I could see that. I We'll see. I mean, Georgie took a step back in year two. That's just a fact. Yeah, that, and it, that it's all matchups too. Um, So we'll see. And, and you know, I, I've also seen people um, throw in some of the transfers in their lineup, the um, Granison and Hutchinson. Um, so – yeah, they're expected to take a pretty big role. They were expected to take a huge role with Io and Kofi both leaving, but with them coming back, there'll be some weapons for sure. They might be the six man, um, one of them or both of them. Um, the thing is too, what's nice about those guys is is those they've been playing with the team. It's not like they're coming in; they're brand new. I mean, the new oh, yeah. guys are all the freshmen. Those guys have been playing in practice with each other with each other for a long time. Now you're just going to see down the court. So, um, right? You know, I, I, I and Mariah, what's your pick? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't want to be asked this question. <laughs> All right. I don't I feel like I feel like I'm I'm a tough call here because I um We'll just start eight guys. <laughs> it's tough. Underwood has I a just, tough job this year figuring us out. Yeah, that, He's gonna get criticism. that's why like I just it's hard. I, I don't know who But it's a great problem to we, have. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the exact opposite problem, for example, that the Cubs have with their bullpen. Um, you know, we have plenty of guys to rotate. <laughs> so I think that I'll say that their strong suit is that. Um, I would like to see where the freshmen fit in, though. That's where I'm, like, struggling. That's why I just can't personally bring myself to even look at a lineup for them. So you guys think that... Do you guys think Trent is out? Like, do you think not? No. Not initially, but if if both Curbelo and Miller come in and play the way they're expected to as top fifty recruits, I think right. Trent could slide to the six or seven man and just be like that that defensive point guard. You come in and he locks up the other guy, and then he'll make a three, and then you take him out. Like, I think that could be part of that could end up being his role if Miller and Curbelo play essentially the way Trent did his freshman year. Right. I think, it, honestly, I think it better suits Trent anyways, just to be at that at that position. Because Tot- I just total don't. role reversal from his freshman year. I think I that's know, a tribute right? to the type of teammate he's become, too. Yeah. Yeah. Underwood said it a couple times this year that, that Trent has really changed as a leader. Um, and I think you expect that again. The thing, too, I want, I want to mention about the starting lineup, too, is Io needs the ball to do stuff with, and that sounds stupid, but he's a guy that needs <laughs> touches, and I'm just worried that Miller is the same way, and that those guys sharing mm. touches is going to screw things up a little bit. So even Miller coming off okay. the bench, I could see, is a, is a serious possibility and throw Georgie. So 
so maybe that. it becomes like what they did last year for like those few games when it was like every time I was on the floor, Kofi was two, and then you take both those guys out, and then you go like Trent and Georgie, but instead maybe it's Miller and Georgie or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the bench is deep this year. I mean, there are, you can go uh, six, seven, eight, eight deep on this bench this year. That's why we'll see. There might be a couple guys that take a year and, and, and they, they redshirt. I think the, the one would be Coleman Hawkins, but I, even Coleman Hawkins I can see getting minutes. Um, on I think Lieb, Lieb is going to be a redshirt for sure. Yeah, no, no question. Um, yeah, he he's coming um, is, in. Is it possible think, like a well Verdonk or Hamlin decide to take a red shirt? Yeah, because there's really no spot for those guys this season. That absolutely true. Um, yeah, he's he's a guy that we we're not a hundred percent sure yet, but um, it it's a good problem, and you might see some transfers in the next couple of days. I wouldn't be surprised because even. Like you said, yeah, Verdonk people might want to start who, playing here. Yeah, Verdonk was yeah, a guy I know, right? <laughs> last year that we thought was going to get some minutes too, and um, because of his yeah, injury, that foot injury, really... and then he just never really saw the court. Well, yeah. before we wrap up, guys, I want to ask you, um, wh- where does this team go? Is it national championship or bust? What What's the ceiling? What are you guys thinking for this year? Well, Anthony, the uh, ceiling final is the four roof for sure. Um, yeah, the ceiling is the roof, and they're going to go way through it, but. What where do you guys see them going this year? Um it's hard to say. I mean right now they're It's not hard to say. No. Final four for sure, hands down, but mm, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look <laughs> I'm just, it's, it, just you're right. it's really I mean I like it though. You're right, you're right. I mean I don't know. Basketball has a weird thing of, of weird things happening. I wanna say a national championship, but there's a lot of good teams coming in this year too. Um, Michigan yeah. State's going to be improved. Um, Iowa, if Luca Garza is coming back, that's the biggest matchup I can't wait to watch. Can't wait to stomp on Luca Garza again. Hopefully, we do it twice this year when the uh, schedule comes out. But um, I, I want to play. I I'd love to play Michigan State and Iowa twice this year. That is one thing I really want to see. Um, yeah, I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I think Big Ten championship for sure. Um, the other thing, I think Sweet Sixteen for sure. Final Four, I'd give at an eighty percent chance. National champion, forty percent chance. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, before Io came back, Illinois' odds to win the national championship were forty-five to one, and they haven't changed them yet. So I hammered those odds this morning. There you go. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean, this team is loaded, and. They have the it factor when it comes to crunch time, which I think is extremely important for a tournament. Um, so I I think it's very possible that a national championship is in the works. I don't think it's a national championship or bust type of season because there's still loads of talent on the roster, and just making a tournament and dancing is really what this team needs to do. I think it's a bust if they don't make a tournament. But with this roster, I don't see any way they don't make a tournament. So, how, I, how many wins think, this year, Anthony? Ooh, good Let's question. Say full full um, season. Full season. Okay, full season. What they went twenty one last year. Yep. They will win twenty four, twenty five this year. Maybe even in regular more. Se- even even counting. There's no way. Even counting the Big Ten tournament and and um, NCAA tournament. 
That's too low. Oh, and including that, yeah, you have to I didn't know. That. I thought oh. you were counting just regular season. No, all the other. Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was regular season. If I have them winning a title, they're winning close to thirty games. I think I think they win thirty games. Yeah, I'll put I'll put over under thirty. I'll take it. I think they could win thirty <laughs> games regular season. They could lose just one game this year. I could see that happening. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I could see it too. I mean, I could see him go undefeated and not lose until Io leaves. That's a possibility too. But <laughs> I think I would put them like if I had to pick a number and and like root for it. I think twenty six, twenty seven regular season wins, maybe twenty five, and then go into the Big Ten tournament, win three, four games there, um, and then go into the actual tournament and win. I don't know what is it five or six to win it all. That'd put them over thirty. So. Some somewhere around that twenty five to thirty five range. I can see them winning yeah. thirty regular season games, um, for sure. That mean they go thirty and one. Um, <laughs> could see that happening. I I put that, I I love good it. odds of that happening. <laughs> I, I I feel like I'm understanding it. I could think this will happen. Thirty wins, thirty wins for sure with turn like hundred percent chance. They get thirty wins with the Big Ten tournament, NCAA tournament. For like a little yeah. little reference to 2005 uh, Fighting Line I team, won 37 games, lost two. Okay, yeah, yeah, somewhere in that in that 30 range then. And before we wrap up here, we're gonna give our Illini of the week. Pretty easy call, co Illini of the week: Io Desumu and Kofi Coburn. <laughs> As if we didn't talk Very about them enough. Choices. Congratulations to both yeah. of them. Right. <laughs> Yeah, both of them took this one home. I mean, this has been the, the Kofi and Io show. Um, thank you all for joining us and listening. We hope to see them on a court soon. Please wear your masks and take all the protocols necessary to watch Illinois cut down the net next April. You guys all down with that? Oh, yeah. 30 yeah. wins, baby. All right. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all later this week. But for now, ILL. I and I. <laughs>